Hello and welcome to Dragon Bites, the podcast aimed at paediatric trainees or anyone interested in child health. This week we have another quiz for you, based on Sophie Constance News Respiratory Examinations podcast that she did a few weeks ago for us. So, in case you're new to this, or you did this last time with cardiology and can't quite remember the format, the way it works is like this. There are four rounds. Each round has five questions, so that's 20 questions in total. Sophie will give you all 20 questions during the first part of the podcast. Then there'll be a brief one-minute interlude to give you time to think about your answers. Following that, Sophie will give you the answers to all the questions with explanations. Feel free to pause the podcast at any point if you need a little more thinking time. Anyway, take it away, Sophie. Hey everyone, I'm Sophie, and this is my revision podcast for the MRCPCH clinical exam. Pub quiz episode number two, respiratory station. So for those of you who haven't joined us for a pub quiz, there will be four rounds with five questions each, and each week we start with an inspection round. Round one. Question one. On inspection, you find a groove underneath the patient's ribs. For a point, can you tell me what is the name of this clinical sign? For a bonus point, can you tell me what causes this clinical sign? Question two. On inspection, you find a patient who looks small for age and who has a pot of Creon positioned by the side of the bed. You don't find anything on respiratory examination, but you do see a small scar on the abdomen. Name a common cause of an abdominal scar that you might see in a respiratory station. For a bonus point, try and name all three. Question three. On inspection, you see a hyper-expanded chest. For a point, can you tell me three causes of a hyper-expanded chest? Question four. On inspection, you find a small scar under the arm. To what can this small scar be attributed? Question five. On inspection, you see a left lateral thoracotomy scar. For a point, name an operation that can be carried out on the lungs through a left lateral thoracotomy scar. Round two. Round two this week is on cystic fibrosis. Question six. What is the incidence of carriage of the CF gene in the UK? Question seven. What is the most common genetic defect in cystic fibrosis?
Question 8. The Guthrie card, or blood spot, screens for cystic fibrosis. What does it test for and what is this a marker of? Question 9. Name five members of the CFMDT. Question 10. Name a UK-based charity for cystic fibrosis. Round 3. Round 3 this week is a rule of three round. For each question there will be three answers. It's good practice to see if you can list at least three things if the examiner asks you about anything. So question 11. Name three signs of respiratory distress. Question 12. Name three respiratory causes of clubbing. Question 13. Name three blood tests you might perform as part of a CF annual review. Question 14. Name three things you would say at the end of your examination in the respiratory station. Question 15. Name three things you palpate for in the respiratory examination. Round four. Round four this week is the diagnosis round. For each description, can you name the underlying diagnosis or syndrome? Question 16. The patient has obvious facial abnormalities including micrognathia and a tracheostomy in situ. Question 17. The patient has an apex beat palpated on the right side of their chest. They also have crackles on the right and a left lateral thoracotomy scar. Question 18. The patient is small for age, but otherwise looks well. They have an acapella device next to the bed. Question 19. The patient is small for chronological age and has scaphocephaly and scars on the back of their hands. Question 20. The patient is a well baby of nine months old who is afebrile but has soft inspiratory stridal at rest. There is no wheeze and the child does not have a cough. Bonus question. Our bonus question this week is on Cartagena. So for the point, can you tell me when Cartagena published his famous paper on the pathogenesis of bronchiectasis. 
we will accept answers to the nearest 10. answers. So we're going to go through the answers now and we're starting with round one. Round one was the inspection round and question one was about a groove beneath the patient's ribs. The name of this clinical sign is a Harrison sulcus and to remind you a Harrison sulcus is the subcostal groove. For the bonus point we asked you what causes the sign and this is of course caused by excessive diaphragmatic use in small airways disease. Question two. Question two was about a small patient with Creon in the exam station. You don't really find much on examination, but you do see an abdominal scar. So we were trying to make you think of this patient having cystic fibrosis and the common causes of abdominal scars in a patient with cystic fibrosis are number one, a laparotomy scar due to previous meconium ileus. Number two, a scar from a previous gastrostomy. Number three, a laparotomy scar due to previous surgical management of distal intestinal obstruction syndrome or DIOS. Question three. Question three, we ask you to name three causes of a hyperexpanded chest. And there are actually six causes that I'm going to list, so any three of these would do. So number one, asthma. Number two, cystic fibrosis. Number three, bronchiectasis. Number four, bronchopulmonary dysplasia. Number five, recurrent aspiration syndrome, for example, in a child with cerebral palsy. And number six, post-tracheoesophageal fistula repair. Question four. So this question was about the cause of a small scar under the arm and this in the respiratory station could be left by a chest drain. Question four. So question four was about a small scar under the arm and what could be the cause of this small scar and the answer is the scar may have been caused by a chest drain. Question five. So question five was about a, an operation that could be carried out through a left lateral thoracotomy incision on the lungs, so not on the heart. And this is of course a left lobectomy. Round two. So the answers to round two this week, which is on cystic fibrosis, beginning with question six. 
So question six was, what is the incidence of carriage of the CF gene in the UK? And the answer is one in 25. Question seven. The most common genetic defect in cystic fibrosis is a defect of the delta 508 locus. Question eight. So this was about the Guthrie card or blood spot test. So we asked you, what is the test for and what is it a marker of? So the test is for immunoreactive trypsin or trypsinogen. And so what it's a marker of is for blocked pancreatic ducts. So what happens in cystic fibrosis is that the mucus builds up, blocking the pancreatic ducts and preventing trypsinogen from reaching the intestines where it would usually be excreted. So what then happens is trypsinogen builds up and spills over into the blood, which is therefore measurable on the blood spot test as immunoreactive trypsinogen. Don't forget that you need to confirm the Guthrie card or blood spot test with a genetic test or a sweat test to confirm the diagnosis of CF. Question nine. So question nine was naming members of the CFMDT. So they are number one, CF doctor or consultant, number two, CF nurse, number three, chest physiotherapist, number four, CF dietitian, and number five, specialist psychologist. Question 10. I asked you to name a UK-based charity for cystic fibrosis. One example could be the Cystic Fibrosis Trust. Round three. So the answers to round three, which is the rule of three round this week, was for each question there are at least three answers. I'm going to give you all the answers that you could possibly have for each question, but if you've got three of them, then you get the point. So question 11, name three signs of respiratory distress. You could have any three of one, tracheal tug, two, nasal flare, three, subcostal recession, four, intercostal recession, and five, accessory muscle use. Question 12. So this was three respiratory causes of clubbing. There are a number of causes, so I'll list them all, but any three will do. Number one, bronchiectasis. Number two, CF. Number three, primary ciliary dyskinesia. Number four, empyema. Number five, lung abscess. Number six, TB. And rarely, number seven, fibrosing alveolitis. Question 13 was to name three blood tests that you might perform in the CF annual review. And they are, firstly, a white cell count. Secondly, aspergillus specific IgE and total IgE and number three, LFTs. Question 14. So this question was about the three things you would say at the end of your examination. So to complete my exam examination, I would, so you would say, check the respiratory rate, check the oxygen saturations, perform a peak flow. You could also say, examine the patient's ENT, and you must say, plot the height and weight on an appropriate chart. Question 15 
was about the three things you do in the palpation section of the respiratory exam. These are tracheal position, apex beat bilaterally, and chest wall expansion. Moving on to round four. Question 16. This was the diagnosis round, and question 16 was about the patient with facial abnormalities of micrognathia and who had a tracheostomy. The answer is Pierre Robin sequence. Question 17. This patient was the patient who had the apex beat palpated on the right side of the chest, also who had crackles on auscultation and a left lateral thoracotomy scar. The syndrome we wanted was Cartagena syndrome. Question 18. So in this question, the patient was small, but otherwise looked well, and who had an acapella device next to the bed. The answer is, of course, cystic fibrosis. Question 19. So in question 19, the patient was small for chronological age and he had scaphocephaly and scars on the backs of their hands. So they are possibly been born preterm and therefore the underlying diagnosis could be of chronic lung disease or bronchopulmonary dysplasia. Question 20. So this was the well nine-month-old baby who had a soft inspiratory stridal but with no signs of infection. The answer is laryngomalacia. Bonus question. So this question was about Cartagena and in what year he published his famous paper on the pathogenesis of bronchiectasis. We asked for answers to the nearest 10, so we would accept anything between 1930 and 1940, because the paper was published in 1933. All right, so that's it for today. My thanks to Dragon Bites for hosting this podcast. Check out the London School of Paediatrics MRCPCH videos and take a look at some CF patient stories on the CF Trust website. Please don't forget to check out our other podcasts and remember you can download the companion worksheet from the website for more info on the respiratory examination. If you haven't done so already, make sure that you have a listen to the respiratory exam revision episode. Thanks all for listening and see you next time for more MRCPCH revision. Another excellent clinical exam revision session for us there from Sophie. Yet again, I did much better than I was expecting to do. I hope you all did well too. And if not, why not listen to Sophie's previous episode on the respiratory examination that's available on our website, www.dragonbitespodcasts.com. Next week, we've got the second podcast from Dr. Graham Shortland, our Inherited Metabolic Diseases Consultant here in Wales. He's going to discuss recognising metabolic conditions in the acutely unwell neonate and child. So that's something to look forward to. Anyway, that's all from me for this episode. Thank you for listening to Dragon Bites.